Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. I suck, you suck, I suck at Call of Duty. The Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and today I'm joined by Marcus Hurley and Will. So we're still in the summer of games, and uh, there have been uh, a few more press conferences, and also uh, there's been some games that have come out. Uh, <laughs> finally, finally, yeah. Both myself and Will uh, have finished Last of Us Part Two, so we're going to talk about that in another show. Uh, but we've also started Ghost of Tsushima as well, and Marcus has been playing some stuff as well. So, but first, we'll get some news, and we'll start off with the big one, which is uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft Forward? Forward. Yes. Forward. What I would say, at the point of recording, we're about three hours prior to the Microsoft extravaganza, where they're probably going to show us Halo and Fable. But firstly, personally, I don't care enough but secondly we weren't going to wait to record till after that so we may discuss that next one if it's interesting yeah yeah cool <clears throat> right then so yeah where should we start i mean the first game they showed was watchdogs legion i think wasn't it yeah yeah and i was really excited as i watched it um but having spent I think I was a bit short of open world time at the time I'd watched it. I hadn't played a Ooh. decent open world <coughs> game since I did uh, Days Gone at the start of the year. Um, but while, where my initial excitement was, I'm, I'm, I'm now wondering about that one. I think uh, the, the issue that a lot of people have with it is that there's no protagonist, really. It's more of a strategy game where you're sort of deploying all these random people well um, I, th- I think it's more you just you could call it that the way i look at it is actually you know you you personally to an extent are the protagonist but you will control people with a certain set of skills but you can select <laughs> which person that is for the mission you want to go for um assuming you can hot swap between them and just say all right i want the builder for this infiltration mission and and the spy for the one where i have to just like i don't know um buy balloons yeah, yeah, I like the idea of sort of being able to, uh, you know, uh, match up different uh, characters with different quirks and stuff. And it all seems like what we saw before, like when they they showed this. What was it last year? Was it yeah. last E three? Yeah. And uh, right, you know, we thought we'd be getting this sooner. It's October the twenty something. Uh, it's coming out now. I think nailed it. End of October. Uh, although, yeah. We'll get on to the problem with release dates later. But yeah, no, I think 29th. it looks cool. 29th, yeah, cool. Uh, but uh, who's honestly going to buy it then if the new consoles aren't out, you know? so People who aren't planning to buy the new consoles. That's, yeah, <laughs> I guess them people. Who yeah. like Ubisoft games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's what's Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, the next game they talked about was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and we actually got some proper gameplay this time. It looks uh, good. Yeah, yeah, they showed us lots of different aspects of it. Um, we've got male or female protagonists, seems fed. Apparently in this one, you can literally swap between male and female whenever you like. Oh, which really? is weird. Yeah, so I don't think there's... They can't have any kind of deep story-type stuff going on, if that's the case. Because- Unless it's written, like, gender non-related... Yeah, if you look at yeah. Odyssey, um, there was no real difference except for the voice actor and the character model. They both had the same lines, they both had the same behaviours, and characters acted the same way towards you regardless of the gender of the character you were playing. So if yeah. it's that, really all you're doing is you're just swapping out your skin. 
Yeah, I mean, if that's all there is to it, fine. But I just think it would be weird with like names and stuff and the way I don't know, whatever. Well, the like, name sure the but the, the main name. character is called Ifor or whatever it yeah. is. Regardless. Yeah, regardless. So, oh well. Um, yeah, <laughs> with anything tower. particular? <laughs> I, I I quite like the dual wielding. You can dual wield shields if you want. Yes, yes, I I picked up on that one as well. It looks pleasantly stupid to have a shield in each hand as a, an offensive mm. weapon. That looks fun. I'm happy to see the return of the hidden blade, um, yeah. and the the one hit kills as a result of that. Uh, we'll go into shortly our experiences with uh, Ghost of Tsushima, um, and probably draw some parallels. And I think I'll talk more about how that's affected my excitement for the next Assassin's Creed. But it looks interesting. It looks fun. It's a new Assassin's Creed open world. I can't see that it's going to be a bad game at all. Um, I'm just having had my fix recently, less excited, um, which means I'm just far more likely to hit um, Cyberpunk, which is also fine. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, this is this is the, the big problem that I have, <laughs> is that this comes out two days before Cyberpunk. First world problems. Absolutely, yeah. But But it's just like, I just don't know what to do. Well, it's like all three of, well, those Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed and Cyberpunk are all coming out literally in the same week. They might as well be, if you're, if you're thinking of getting a new console. Yeah. So uh, they're all launch games. I mean, yeah, this is yeah. the absolute epitome of a first world problem. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just don't want to be playing three games at the same time. Like, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. No, who would do that? What lunatic would do something like that? Well, they're all big. They all look like big. They're like big meaty open world games. It's just like it drives me mental when I'm when I'm trying to spin that new plate. I I know what you mean. Flipping between games, particularly if they've got slightly different control schemes, is is kind of horrible. You build up the muscle memory to get good at the combat, to get good at this and that, and then you go into another game and like. No, that's the attack button, not the pickup button. And oh, the amount of times oh, I've struck yeah. my horse in Tsushima, and it's fucked up. <laughs> Fucking hell! Because it's the yeah. I must admit, I, 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 I did exactly the same. Let's say I don't want to overtalk the game now, but yes, the um, hitting the wrong button to climb on the horse and accidentally slashing it quite hard with the uh, sword, yeah. and then it wouldn't come back to me no matter yeah. how much I called it. Yeah. Oh. I know. Why? I felt very Why? bad. What the bad horse was is genuinely upset with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I really just. Uh, I'm fairly. I'm fairly certain though that I'm not. I'm not going to get a new PC now. Not if they're. Not if they're going to deliver the Cyberpunk. Like if they're going to patch that in all the extra bells and whistles. Because I can quite yeah, happily just play some Ubisoft games instead while I wait for them to do it. It's all down to launch dates, really. Uh, my my gut instinct is I want to pick up Cyberpunk uh, and Baldur's Gate, and that's probably what I'll play with most of the rest of this year between the two of those. Uh, early access Baldur's Gate, obviously. And I think I will wait for the, the fully optimised PS5 versions and hit the open world in the miserable parts of winter, which is when that game's at its, kind of game's at its best. Yeah. But each to their own. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think I'll do something similar. I forgot completely about the Baldur's Gate uh, early access thing in in August. I've heard that's next, which yeah, is next month. Not long. So uh, exactly that. That's probably the next game I'll be boy. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Either that, or I, I. Well, Avengers is September, and the Star Wars Squadrons is October. So I'll be honest. Avengers and Star Wars are very much more uh, a thing for you guys than it is for me. I I quite like them. Um, I'm, but I'm not excited. I'm in two minds about the Avengers game. Because it kind of, even though it's touting itself as a good sort of story-based, different sort of things, I don't know. I mean, I was I was never too excited about the whole Marvel Alliance games. Um, yeah. The third one of that was supposed to actually be really good, because all of the character designs were based on the old Jim Lee era. Um, and a lot of proper Marvel fans were actually saying that game was pretty true to characters and stuff like that, considering it was just a Diablo-style mash-em-up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I'm waiting for the Avengers game. I think it's one I'll I'll pick up if it's any good. But I, I'm not, weirdly, I'm not front and foremost for it. 
Does it feel like it should strange. be a day one purchase? But just yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I think it's because it's a it's gone for this weird hybrid thing, and it's throwing me off. It's not the movie one, but they haven't gone kind of comic booky style with it. And I kind of feel like maybe they should have given it a slightly more comic yeah. book style to it, and it would have been its own strong contender. But off the back of the movies, but then the people aren't quite the movie versions, and you kind of think this feels like it was done by. You know, you get those films where they borrow lots of footage from other stuff <laughs> because because they couldn't afford to make it themselves, even though it is a triple A title. The thing, um, yeah. the thing is that that I think they they want to prop. The proposition is that this is a triple A Avengers game, and they're bringing a lot to bear on this. Like, oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going for it. But I just feel the feel of it for me just feels a bit thin because for me the pull is that I want to play an Avengers game. Um, whether it's universe, like MCU-style Avengers, and feel like I'm part of that, taking part in a similar story and expanded on that. Not necessarily to do with that, because the bad guy in it is so comic book villain, it's really weird. I mean, I know who the bad guy is already. Um, I sussed it from the trailer, and I think people are going to freak out. Yeah. But who the fuck is this guy? But it's been clearly driven by the MCU, even if they couldn't well, afford to make that, it MCU. It's the way it's done. It kind of feels more comic. Um, oh, I get it because they had they had to. They couldn't make it MCU, yeah. but the, the the complexity of the relationships and the characters, yeah, the exactly. main that people are used to, will be in there. Yeah, I'm sure but of it's, it. It's yeah. I, I'm 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 not slagging it off because I think it's good. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, I hope it is because I want it to do well. And I want yeah. them to, you know, they've got. I want it to be one of those good games. They've got the guy who worked on the God of War uh, combat to to combat, work on yes. Thor's hammer. I, Thor's I just, hammer. I, just, I know, well, but I just find the look of it feels a bit muddy to me. So if you play it with like your it, eyes it closed, should, it'll be fine. It should be crisper. It should be brighter. You know, if you're going to go with the visuals, make everything a bit less washed out, a bit less grey. Um, because it's, I know they might be going for the realistic look, but it's, you know, you've got a chance to do this in, in video game. You can't do it in real life short of painting over the cells and pumping mm. up the saturation. But I, I just, I just feel as though it should be a bit, bit brighter and a bit punchier for me. Almost, but, almost like the Ghost of Tsushima has the, 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 uh, the filter on it to make it all black and white and grey. Yeah, you that almost want to be able thing. to apply the comic not, filter. Not, yeah. not necessarily comic, but just the um, just the colour scheme. Pop. The colour yeah. scheme. They've kind of gone with a with a kind of like you see a lot of films where they try to make it grittier, and they yeah. instill they they mute down the colours a bit. That's what I've kind of felt from it, and that's the only thing that's kind of made me feel a little bit like mm, if it was a bit bit richer in colour, not necessarily comic shaded or anything like that. Just just the 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 art style itself, yes, it was a bit a bit less sort of like DC muted. <laughs> that seems yeah. Because the, it, movies, are, the movies are like insane color, like you know, you see an Iron Man on screen, the red is red and the gold is gold, and it's like ah, all in your face. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. Back anyway. on the uh, the Valhalla. Yeah. I'd say it, it looks good. I'm going to leave it to the reviews, but the trouble is I've got a feeling the story and the game is as big as Odyssey. Oh. And as much as I enjoyed Odyssey with Ghost of Tsushima as it is and Watch Dogs probably dropping in price at the same time that comes out, I'm probably... Well, I'm going to compare the reviews for Watch Dogs and Valhalla and actually, sadly, go off of the score. Um because I don't think Valhalla's going to offer us an awful lot new in gameplay. I'd, I'd love to be wrong. Uh, but I think it's going to be another Assassin's <coughs> Creed game, whereas I think Watch Dogs Legion is going to be something a bit new. Yeah. But I don't know if that gimmick works. So hmm. I'm less excited than I was since seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also because you've got two massive, sprawling, classic Ubisoft open-world games coming out in a relatively close release window when... Sucker Punch has just released a massive, sprawling Ubisoft open world that's scratched a lot of my itch. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and I, and like I say, I've played a lot of Assassin's Creed this year, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I don't mind uh, playing something else for a bit. But but you know, like yeah, <laughs> Avengers, maybe the Star Wars Squadron game, and also there'll be a Spider-Man mm. game uh, around the launch of the PlayStation as well that I'll probably get. Um, yes, that's true. true. But 
Uh, no, my my only worry, just to just to flip back to Avengers for a second, is uh, I just worry that that's they might have bit off more than they can chew because essentially that's like five superhero games at once, and I just worry that they might not have been able to give each character the same sort of love as what a dedicated Spider-Man game has. Yeah, and that's become a bit of a blueprint, you know. So. But I think that's about the multiplayer aspect. If you look at it as a single-player game, that it almost certainly won't. But if you look at it as more of a co-op, play with your friends, and each of you is one of those superheroes, then I think it's less important. Yeah. Uh, mm. Although I could be wrong, I still need to understand yeah. more about that game. Cause, yeah, I see what you mean, Will, because it's, it could be what you bring to it and yeah. almost involving your relationship with the person that you're playing it with. You know, exactly. that kind of feeling. The feeling is almost exterior to the game itself. It's whatever you're bringing to it yeah. with your mates or that arsehole you've hooked up with online who may or may not be helping you. <laughs> you know, it's that sort of thing. It's like I think if they can capture that magic <laughs> of, like, you playing, like, the single-player game and then all of a sudden, yeah. like, Tony Stark turning up. Hulk like the cavalry, Like they do in the films, yeah. you know, in each yeah. other's films. Like that, that could be pretty, pretty neat. I think that's the trick. As an Avengers game, it won't be about one. It will be about the way they work together. So the the point about the Spider-Man game is interesting, but I think if you look for that, that's where you'll be disappointed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, we have digressed slightly from our Ubisoft uh, discussion. There is one more game. The the only other natural element. Um, which is my cup of tea, yeah. really. Uh, not the sixth Far Cry game, but Far Cry Six, because I think for certainly since three, and I don't know about the previous ones, they've you know there was three had Blood Dragon, and you had uh, yeah. four had uh, the Dawn. prehistoric one. No, four had the prehistoric oh. one, and five had New Dawn. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's about the ninety third, eleventh Far Cry game, uh, but it looks fun. It's set in a more Cuban style world with a dictatorship mm. going on. It looks a lot more urban, uh, but it looks like Far Cry, which is fun to me. Weapons, shooting, random violence, random encounters, and pure mayhem. I think the, I think the headline it. announcement for a lot of people was the fact that um, Giancarlo Esposito is playing the villain this time around, who everyone recognises. Yeah. As you say, everyone, yeah. including the people like me who haven't watched Breaking Bad or heard of him. <laughs> Yeah. But it's, it's, I, do, I do love a sweeping statement, and uh, I'd lo- I'm glad to be included he in is it. A big, he is a big deal. He was like on the, he was like the headline in the announcement headline of it. So uh, of course so we we got this guy. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a good get. Yeah. He's a great villain. He's also in the Mandalorian as well. Yeah. If you watch that, um, which I have also very much not seen. Well, I get it just <laughs> like Breaking Bad. I watched the first one. You're a tough crowd, mate. I'm, am I you're a bad a tough, person? You're just a am very a tough person? crowd, mate. That's all. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Going back to Far Cry, I think I mentioned to you guys that I think, you know, they always do the concept of the um, the first or straight, oh, quickest yeah. ending to the, the game. The trophy, yeah, absolutely. You know, where it's like the one where he goes, oh, follow me. And you don't follow you, follow him. And he comes back and shoots you in the head, and you die in one of them, or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I reckon, that, that was five. I reckon we've. I reckon the point of that trailer was we've seen possibly the first ending, where he goes, where he hands the kid the. I mean, everyone must have seen the trailer by now. He hands the kid the grenade, goes oh, through yeah. three, four main stages. He goes, "This is the pin," and he goes, "Follow me now." And then you I get up so. and you walk out. But I don't know whether that was the cinematic. That was cinematic, but also you're assuming that one of those guys is the antagonist. Sorry, the protagonist. Whereas Giancarlo, uh, uh, really the dictator, they... is certainly the protagonist. But you're suggesting the antagonist. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Right, I'll, I'll get it. The good guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the good guy is the bad guy's son, and I'm not, not convinced that's going to be the case. So I don't I think know. that can be. But I, I don't think it's, it'll boil down to that. I think it would just be an ending. Mm. <laughs> you'll just you'll there will, there will be some prompt to get up oh, because yeah. we see it, and if you don't press it, you'll just sit there and wait in the room, and then the grenade will go off. <laughs> I always guarantee it because it's the kind of thing that I would put. In <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall find out on what was it, the eighteenth of February Correct. next year. Yeah, and I must admit, that. out of the three games, the one I'm most likely to play 
day one would be the Far Cry games, just because I enjoy the gunplay in those and the silly stealthness probably more than I enjoy Assassin's Creed games. Well, if they haven't patched Cyberpunk by then, I might be playing that too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've still got to play four and five, haven't you? Do you really have to? No, no, you absolutely don't have to, but they're unimaginable levels of I have played four, I just haven't played... uh, I haven't played the prehistoric one or the new Dawn. Don't worry about that. Or five. Or five, yeah. I think I've got three or four. I did see it was in the PlayStation sale. It was quite cheap, but I've I've, I've got loads to play at the moment. Um, (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so that was the main Far Cry, uh, the main Ubisoft stuff. No Dancing Pandas, sadly, which was a bit... No. Well, they, yeah. they, there's another Ubisoft conference. They confirmed, I think, today that it's at some point in September. So uh, I, th- I think they wanted to not try and have. I think Ubisoft are being. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to cover the the bad press news they've got about some senior management being horrible, sexist, yeah. dirty bastards. Uh, yeah. it, it's there. Uh, but I think so, what so. they were doing is they didn't want to do an event and risk that being overshadowed by something outside of their control. Uh, like Sony suddenly yeah. dropping a thing or Microsoft doing a thing or someone else. If they do two events and spread that love, um, they've got a better chance of the attention. So I think we're going to have Dancing Pandas. We have loads more detail. Uh, I mean, in September of uh, Legion, which is the next big open world game coming out. I think it should be an interesting one. I'd like to see them keep doing that maybe every three months. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm sure they'll want to uh, get the hype going for all their big releases that have been delayed. So, uh, mm. cool. Yep. All right, then. So, yeah, there was another conference uh, since we last uh, spoke, and that was the Devolver uh, Direct, or whatever they call it, uh, yeah. where there was all of the hype uh, that you could possibly want, even for games that didn't exist, just more hype. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to love a Devolver conference. It's I, I, I genuinely couldn't name a single game that was in it. Uh, some of them looked fun, uh, but mostly I enjoy the conference itself for the sheer yeah. stupidity. Yeah. yeah, there were a couple of games. Uh, Shadow Warrior 3, I think they're just going down the full-on gonzo path with that. Four-player, mad co-op. I Yes, I've never played never a Shadow right. Warrior game, but I watched that trailer and I must admit, it, I heard one was kind of fun, two was actually a fairly good game. If three gets solid reviews, yeah, I'm all over that. Particularly if they chuck it on the Switch, that feels like a... Uh, a uh, fun, yeah. Well, one to do. like I'm, I'm thinking more of a like as a co-op on online thing. If uh, if if the uh, if there's people up for that up for something like that, but I could consider that, yeah. particularly if it's not a yeah. full price release. And then uh, for the second year running, they showed this weird game called Carrion, which is where you're playing some unholy horror that just goes around. You're you're playing the monster basically, and you have to kill everyone that's coming after you. Hmm. So. Oh, that was the weird blobby tendril yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. But at least when you're going out and killing thousands, you are the bad guy. You know um, your role. Yeah, there's no... Yeah. Which we'll discuss in the uh, spoiler cast. Yeah, there's for no ludo-narrative dissonance there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so yeah, those were the only two games that stuck out for me. But yeah, the presentation, as always, was per- perfect. Um, and yeah, it's always a delight to uh, check out what Devolver are doing each year just for that one hour. N- Nina Struthers <laughs> is a legend. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of all the news, really, I think, isn't it? Probably. So, uh, there, there, there's been such a ridiculous been a amount a going on. Well, it's yeah. just big, 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 <laughs> well, big uh, like, uh, <laughs> E3-type stuff just, like, getting spread across the whole yeah. summer. So it's good to actually be able to uh, give it your full attention and... It's like, a- hmm. well, I'm going to catch up on a few of them because things are a little bit busy now. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to sitting back and just chilling out, watching a few of them. Yeah, no, it's good. So, okay, let's get on to the main event then. Uh, we've both been playing Ghost of Tsushima, me and Will. Um, I'm about 15 hours. I think I'm coming towards the end of Act One. I think you're a bit further than that, aren't you, Will? I'm just working on t- finishing oh, off okay. Act Two. Fair enough. So, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. As you as you hinted <laughs> earlier, this is this is definitely doing the job for you. Yeah, this is this is. Uh, it, 
not wanting to be detrimental to the studio because they must have understood where the influences are coming from. But this is Assassin's Creed Samurai. Def- definitely agree. Um, or Ninja, depending on how you want to mm. play it. Uh, but what I, what I do quite like, uh, like Odyssey allowed you to go in as a warrior more than an assassin. Um, but I, what I would say is comparing it to Assassin's Creed in certain ways is quite unfair mm. um, because the, the beauty of the Japanese styling when combined to the utter badass superb katana mm. combat um, uh, that combat is something else now I'm playing the game on hard and what that does means that you become a parrying master you you don't generally attack it's very much the um, the way of the leaf floating in between the sword oh. cuts and delivering your damage. It is magnificent. It you you wait. You wait for the, oh, it's it's oh, very much. There's a, to, to give an example of one of one of the core gameplay mechanisms. As you're approaching a group of enemies, you get the uh, the ability to push up, and that puts you in standoff mode. Uh, now, at the start of the game, a standoff will allow you to you basically stand there with your hand on your sword, your sword yeah. within its sheath still. And you wait, and they may they may throw a little feint at you, but you wait. And I watch their feet, because um, I've been trained this way. You watch their feet until they change, until they change their stance, and then you literally just whip the blade out of the sheath. And there's yeah. this wonderful slash that goes across the screen. Oh. Uh, and, and as you progress through the game, you can then you'll take the first enemy out, and then another one will come, and you wait for them to raise their weapon, and it's another single beautiful grace, graceful movement and then another and then you just see three enemies slowly dying and as you build up the skill set you see the the enemies around you starting to get terrified they'll be scrambling backwards and that's the point at which you can throw a kunai at them or uh, a, a gun powder bomb or pull out your bow and take the headshots and you can walk into a base as you get more powerful and there is no Assassin's Creed here there is I am warrior fear me and I <laughs> fucking love it <laughs> I think I saw that in the trailer. There was a part, well, not the trailer, the part where they had to walk through. Basically, the last video we saw, which showed the foxes and the birds and the shrines yeah. and stuff. Yeah. There wasn't. A, there was a, a samurai uh, combat part which had that. Oh, the duel slashes well, across. Well, then, so yeah, that that was the standoff. There's also duels that you get against the master oh, swordsmen, uh, which are really epic battles. And they're again, they're all down to your dodging and your blocking. I and liked your how a lot of like the um, uh, mm-hmm. all of the mechanics from the main game all kind of go into that, rather than, for example, like your Red Dead Redemption uh, standoffs, where it was just like some fucked up mini game. That had no bearing yeah. on anything that you were doing for the vast majority of the game. <laughs> you know, you do feel like you're in control when you're pl- doing those duels. You're bringing everything to bear. Absolutely, it's the, it's it's the start. It's the entrance into a greater combat. But it gives you that that ability to really build yeah. yourself up. It's so cool. Yeah. And as I've progressed, I've 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 unlocked some additional techniques, additional moves, additional weapons. Fairly oh. standard action game progression, but. Each new thing you get is um, it's a fun toy, a fun tool. I've stopped doing stealth. I don't play it like an assassin anymore. I'm, I'm as you build up to become the ghost. Um, e- even on the hardest mode, it's so much more fo- fun to walk up to the gate of a fortress and go challenge yeah. me. Yeah, I mean that's totally how I've been playing it too. I've, I've not been playing it on a hard. I've been playing it on medium, but I've. I decided very early on that I would focus on parrying because in all these games, all I'm doing all the time is dodging about, and 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 it's and it's it's often like you know, rolling yeah, around yeah, like a because wanker. it's easy, yes. it's easier to do that. <laughs> so I thought you know I'll stick it on medium and I'll and I'll and I'll, I'll try and make it more difficult for myself in in the with the mechanics. Um, you know, I wasn't really wearing I was wearing like the the travelling armor. However. I think by wearing the travelling armour, it actually opens up like the, the map more, so you end up seeing more little bloody question marks. And uh, So I ended up stopping doing that because I was kind of getting a bit fucked off with how, um, how much open-world bollocks there is in this game. I think that there's a lot to do. If you want the platinum, which I may well do, actually... Um... Uh, but if, if you want the platinum, you need yeah. to do that. But particularly, I mean, even playing on hard, I've not needed to go around and build up and grind. I've 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 done quests. I've found side things. I've I've built myself up at a level that feels fairly 
graceful but not overworked mm. and I'm ready to push on to the next story point and mission and I think on the low, lower difficulties you can if you want to just pursue the story and the story really does progress I'd like I say I think I'm about two thirds of the way in compared to your third maybe Rob is uh, I'm, I think it's three yeah, acts. yeah. Um, and it's 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 getting good yeah the it's best bits really I've good. found is the, is the proper story stuff so I mean perhaps maybe I will just focus on that and not worry too much I just I, it just feels it just Ignore feels question, like a lot Marks. of it's uh, like necessary because of the way that um, you know you get your charms. That's how you unlock your charm slots and your uh, your resolve bar, and and your health gets more if you go in the bath and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, F- finding the little hot springs to boost your overall maximum health. Following the foxes to the little temples to build up your—it's uh, kind of energy bar, isn't it? It's sort of a special, special power yeah. bar. is probably the way to put it, and build up how much you can have there. Yeah, and I've, I've quite enjoyed yeah. that, and I've enjoyed doing the utterly pointless and unnecessary haikus where you just yeah. find this bit of beautiful scenery and you sit down and you're given three options per line and you compose a haiku and all you get is a headband which is purely cosmetic <laughs> and utterly meaningless and yet if I see one of them and I'm in the middle of this life and death, death mission I'll still just sit down and write myself a little yeah. Japanese. They've done a really good job oh, with yeah. the uh, like the vanity uh, items, you know, they're not they don't really do anything you know, but, but they everything looks very cool uh, it's very, it's very. Yeah, and there's no microtransactions. No, definitely not. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think, I, I am definitely enjoying it. Like the more I've played it, but I def, but it, it does feel like a B game to me. It doesn't. I don't think it pushes the medium forward um, in the same way that other games I've recently played have. Um, no. However, what I would say is actually like The Last of Us, I have not played a game this generation, certainly in an open world. In The Last of Us, I assumed it was because they had small corridor bits, but I've never played an open world game. So I'm playing on a PS5 Pro on the disc version. PS4 Pro. But I've heard similar, similarly on a... Uh, sorry, yes, uh, I'm not that far ahead of the game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on the PS4 Pro, um, and... I've, I understand that on the PS4 standard, certainly on the downloaded version, it's not dissimilar. You are talking, if you go to fast travel to the other side of the map, you're talking uh, between 8 to 10 oh, seconds yeah. to load and be played. So good. It's phenomenal. So good. But there's another reason you can play on difficult. is because if you die, you don't need to go and make a cup of tea while you're waiting yeah, for it to reload. that's very true. That's very true. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I totally agree. Uh, it's just, I, I find, uh, I'll tell you what it does remind me of a little bit more. I think, I think because Assassin's Creed, yeah, is super high detail, and I love the way that all of that open world stuff all linked together. And this stuff, it all feeds in, but it doesn't quite link together. Um, and I think when you've got all those missions, they're all quite spread out upon a massive, massive landmass that's, that's unbelievably huge. This, to me, feels a little bit like um, a more like uh, Zelda or Akami Japanese games. Well, they, they very much said, um, so I've read a couple of interviews with Sucker Punch, and they've said they were inspired by things yeah. like Breath of the Wild in the, the look and feel and the, and the, the ways of approaching things. And you, you can definitely yeah. see that influence. But, uh, yeah, there, and there are, there are, like, the main storyline has some very interesting characters, but yeah, I, I I think when I when I was because fo- because I was just playing it like Pac Man, yeah. What's the nearest thing to do? Just pl- just doing the, doing it everything, and I found myself just getting a bit dulled out doing some of that because yeah, yeah, I think I it. just need to run and do the main stuff. Enjoy the game, <laughs> unless you're going for the platinum. You want to basically go for the 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 legend stories, which will allow you to find yeah, they're wicked. They, cool they, that one of the sword those, techniques the, where you get the. Uh, the lightning power uh, that was that was one of my favourite bits. Uh, oh, one of the rapid mm. uh, the rapid sword strike. Yeah, that yes. was cool. Yeah, so I've, I've I've unlocked two out of four of the legendary sword techniques, and uh, I'm very much ready for the next. I've also unlocked uh, a longbow, um, which gives me explosive arrows. Because what game yeah. doesn't have explosive arrows off a bow? Yeah, I did a lot of the <laughs> archery stuff quite early but on, uh, and I've, I've, I use it quite a lot actually, just because the pesky fuckers are quite far away. Although the archery is very, very good, actually. I, I um, 
find it deeply satisfying, particularly against armoured opponents where you've got to get that shot through the mask. But you again, you unlock the classic ability to slow yeah, time yeah, with I the haven't boat got and line yet, your shots but, uh, up and all of that stuff. It's worth doing. Uh, but that's a good reason to, to do the grinding, to push through those stories, those side objectives, is to build up your legend and your power so that if you just go through the main thing, you will not actually level up yeah. enough to become the ghost. You've got to interact with the world. I think it's pretty well balanced, um, but I t- it's just the way it is. I, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, it feels like a quality Assassin's Creed game to me, but with uh, an improved level of combat. Yeah, yeah I, I, I totally, like I said, I, I totally dig the combat. I think the, the, your main issue is you enjoyed, it was a good couple of years ago I played Odyssey, you enjoyed the cultist missions element yeah. so much, I think, where you had to hunt those down and that's what made you feel like an assassin. But you've got to remember in this, you're not an assassin. You're a samurai or a ninja or a well, combination that, between the two. And that's what I was getting at. Um, I like that uh, it's set up it, right away. They make a really big Ninja point of you like doing the samurai stuff. That's the honourable way. Uh, stabbing people in the back is dishonourable. Yep. And so I and, and that's totally fine with me because I just spent like a hundred hours skulking about stabbing people in the back. So I was like very happy with yep. the whole thing. Like, yeah, challenge me. All this stuff, you know. Walk up to the gate. Balls out, yeah, sword out, and it's great. Let's and you get you get this. twenty guys coming at you, and you <laughs> fuck them all up without letting them come to you. And well, not on hard, you don't. Well, that's, yeah, I guess I'm. <laughs> that's when yeah, you start oh, rolling right. around. Well, I don't have to roll around. I just, I just parry. <laughs> yeah, but the the other one thing, I'd like to say, the other one thing I will touch on is. There are, let's say, four main sword stances. You start with the the stone stance, I think it is, which, to me, um, having spent... uh, I haven't trained recently, but spent quite a while doing Japanese martial art of Aikido, and the movements, the way he steps, the way he cuts, the way he parries, the way he moves and everything feels really genuinely authentic to me and very much the way I was trained. But then as you watch the Mongol chiefs and you defeat... Mongol chiefs and you observe them training you unlock additional stances and ways of fighting so the sword stance is very good against swordsmen but the next one you'll pick up is a more flowing way of combat that's good against a shieldman and then you'll pick up uh, one that's better uh, against those with spears and pole arms Uh, and then finally one that uh, is better against big old fuckers Um, Mm. but it's certainly on hard I don't know if you've needed to do it on on the lower difficulty settings what you find is you're in a fight and you've got two swordsmen advancing on you. So you're right, right, I'm in stone stance. Brilliant. Fantastic. Okay, I've killed those guys. The next guy's got a shield. I need to flick my stance, change my combat style. And you're literally looking at who's the nearest enemy, who's attacking, and what stance do I need to take to defeat that enemy? It's throwing this other yeah. bit of tactics yeah, I've, 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 in the middle of it. Yeah, no, it's and cool. I, it I does really give like you an that. extra level to the combat and to strategy, think. but... Uh, I've mostly just been on water stance because you've got that big battering thing. It's good for getting through shields. Uh, occasionally, I have uh, when I, you know, when I, I've had to swap onto the one that's good against spearmen a few times. Um, but I've not really been using the first yeah. one at all since I got the. Oh no, no, no! I, I literally in every fight I've had to switch between them, and this is why for, for anyone who doesn't mind dying a few times if you do pick the game up and have a go i strongly recommend play it on hard uh because it's so satisfying when you do finish that fight cool can you can you flip it up at any time because i'll maybe i'll give that a go yes you can change yes yes toggle the difficulty see how you get on what you'll find is it suddenly becomes harder to power and you Mm. need to focus more um and you may find it really intimidating at first but go take out a couple of side bases side couple couple of fortifications practice it play with it but yeah you can just flick the difficulty up and down as you need to go yeah maybe i'll give it a go give it a try yeah i'll see how i get on but the trouble is your muscle memory has you not doing that (laughs) oh well any other thoughts i i i think it's fine um just that it's enormous fun um, and one thing I've always ranked games on is the level of fun. The only game I've played this year which wasn't fun but still genuinely enjoyed was The Last of Us 2, but it's, it's been a beautiful relief to come out of such a grim yeah. and oppressive game and then go into something as genuinely beautiful uh, with such enjoyable combat but no real 
overly emotional involvement other than yeah. oh let's just see what's around this corner let's follow the fox to a shrine and then when you pick up the when you pick up your little um benefit from the shrine i, know, you can I turn tried around to, you can I tried to do fox. that whenever possible this so, one. there got to thank yes the fox. you've got to stroke the fox and it's basically when you when you get to see uh jin sakai's <laughs> ass as he's going into the hot water spring and you're just like uh, you know it's just like hey, he's got naked and he's That's chilling out those the hot tub. I love out there. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's a little bit like that. Cool, all right. <laughs> Toss a yen to your samurai. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, actually, sorry. One last thing. Oh, Kurosawa yeah. You mode. started it, didn't you? You started the um, game like that. I started it in Kurosawa mode. So what it does is it puts bands at the top and bottom of the screen and makes it into a, a proper cinematic widescreen. It puts it in black and white, Japanese with English subtitles, or presumably if your first language is another language, those ones and it is beautiful and incredible now my but i started it off in that and absolutely loved it but when i'm trying to ride through the landscape and have a conversation with a companion and enjoy the landscape also learn how color makes a difference in seeing things it made it quite hard and confusing and headachey for me to play i couldn't read the subtitles and look at the beautiful landscape and figure out where i was going however being a platinum wanker my plan is i'm going to finish the game and then when I need to mop up and finish these settlements and go and just travel the world, and there's no longer really any key plot points that I need to worry about or follow, I'm doing that in Kurosawa. I wish I'm really I wish there was some... to it. So you can you can switch at any yes, point. Yeah, you can switch at any oh, point. In I wish that amazing. it would save out yeah. some of the like missions you do, or if is there an option to just replay them? Because like there's certain ones I thought, like the one I mentioned earlier about the. Uh, like if you could just like oh, if you could just duels. have that saved out somewhere in a menu and just be able to replay certain sections because I I saved out one of them as a video and I went to just uh, you know trim it up and I ended yeah. up watching the whole thing through. They're they're they're, they're <laughs> it's stunning, isn't it? Graphically, it's beautiful and it's yeah. genuinely just watchable. I think. Um, but not to my knowledge. Now, it may be that they'll do a That'd patch cool. that to replay, and I don't know if, if you complete the game, if you can revisit. Yeah, you want, like, like, a Kurosawa gallery or something, or, yeah. or, something, or just, 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 like, yeah, like a, a list yeah. of, of the main beats. It doesn't have to be you playing it, but just for yeah. you to replay it, you know? Like, uh, yeah. But, uh, That's enjoy, it. yeah. But I think... I think whilst the plot's going on and the various stories, I, I need it with the English dubbing. I don't know if you can put it in black and white, but keep the English language. But that doesn't feel right either. But I love the idea. Finish the game, but when I go to mop up the enemy fortresses, when I don't need to know what they're saying, but I can do it oh. feeling like I'm in a proper samurai movie, doing these standoffs in black and white with Japanese subtitles. Oh, sorry, but Japanese could you imagine that? Voices. Well. Could you imagine having it in Kurosawa mode? It would almost be like a bad <laughs> Kung Fu dub mode. Yes. Where if the mouth is lip synced to Japanese style, <laughs> but you change it to English language. <laughs> well, the lip sync's really interesting. So what I have found, and I'm assuming it's just a cleverness of the engine, uh, the lip sync looked good in either language. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they did that with Final Fantasy VII. It does yeah. that. It, yeah. The lip sync changes. Oh, of um, course. It's different kind of language. universal match, yeah. to language. It's, the, yeah. it's a rough approximation. What well, I did find interesting, and I've not found confirmation, but certainly looking on IMDb at the voice actors, I'm pretty certain the cut because it's <laughs> even even uh, those doing it in English is a Japanese cast, and I'm pretty certain the voice actors have done roles in both languages, which yeah. I think is awesome. Uh, I, cool. uh, one of the guys early on, the guy who teaches you archery, I, I massively recognised him off of various. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the main character who plays Jin Sukai uh, is in Man in the High Castle as the uh, Emperor oh, of Japan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, know. I know. Helps oh, wow. you guys. The guy I'm thinking about is um, yeah. Francois so. Chow. Sensei. Yeah, yeah. He's been, he it? was in Lost yeah. and she The Expanse can't. and loads of stuff. So. Okay. Well, I've read The Expanse and I, oh, I watched yeah, the first guy. Yeah. yeah, and I watched yeah. the first couple of episodes of Lost and gave up, like I do with most TV series. The, uh, you seem to reference the, the character, his, the character <laughs> model even looked like him. I was like, "It's that guy. He's in the game. Cool. Nice casting." Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's quite nice. Oh, it, it, it's it's a beautiful game. If you want something peaceful for the soul and the spirit, 
uh, happy with an open world and some enjoyable combat. I'd, I'd thoroughly recommend it. I like. I, I really like it. Mm. It will be one of my top games this well, year. Well, I was just going to say it's, it's like probably my second favourite and a, and a blessed relief after the horrors of The Last of Us Two, which I guess we will talk about very soon. Did you have any quest- more questions about Ghost of Tsushima, though, Marcus, or uh, are you happy with that? Um, to be honest, <laughs> I it just sounds like it's going to be the game that I'm going to really enjoy. Um, yeah, I say, Marcus, when I'm all set up again, yeah. I think I'm going to just enjoy getting some games finished off and then just really settling down and enjoying this. Yeah, when, when I've got my plat, which might be a, a, a little, little while, uh, I'll, I shall cheerfully uh, chuck it your way, old chap, because cool. I think you will love it. Happy days. Does anyone need a break or anything, or shall we smash right into it? We're not going Fortnite. Oh, yeah, yeah, Marcus. Yeah, sorry, Marcus. I, you've, been, you've been playing some bits, haven't you? Oh, yeah, I could just chuck that in. Oh, yeah, so... Yeah, I've uh, I've gone back a few years and turned into a 12-year-old. Um, I'm playing Fortnite. I love it. <laughs> not massively. How, is this the um, Battle Royale? Because Fortnite, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, has more than one mode that doesn't seem to be a known got, thing anymore. Yeah, it's got... Um, well, you've got this standard Battle Royale where you drop in singles or teams. Um and you've got, or well, you could do other squads. So you could go in on your own against everyone. I think it's like 200 people or something mental like that. Um, and that's got everything in there. Like, you know, you can get in helicopters and fly around and stuff like that. Other people could jump on the side of the helicopters and join in if you want. Um, and you could form alliances or not, uh, yeah. which soon crumble apart. But you can also have squads, which means they can't shoot you. But if you go in on your own, it's fair game. You know, everyone will be everyone. You've also got the team battle as well, which is kind of like, um, um, for lack of a better term, the Muso mode, like the Dynasty Warriors, where you've got a set number of kills and whichever team reaches it first. So you basically keep respawning until uh, red or blue team. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I've, I've, I've not played enough of those, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's quite fun for just putting on and just something a bit brainless. And a bit kind of like, I think you mentioned when you were doing Overwatch, like you just put it on for a few rounds and then do something else. And it's it's like yeah. a very light, non-committal gaming. And me and Suze just sort of jump in. Or sometimes Suze will just be playing it. Yeah. Um, and I'll be doing something else. And it's, it's I wouldn't say it's amazing, but it's genuinely Take a bit it. fun. It's taken over it's the world. To see how they, they absolutely rinse parents' wallets. I can uh, see it. Do they push um, hard on their uh, the old cosmetics? Is basically, you, 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 it's, it's, it kind of, in some ways, it, I mean, it, it's by the people who did Dauntless as well, or more epic games. So, yeah. you know, I tried that as an alternative to Monster Hunter, and it didn't sit well with me because I walked into his marketplace and it was a bit like, it was a bit like walking into that bit in Ready Player One where they're like, you know, we can cover the screen with 93%. <laughs> adverts before inducing seizures and it was right. like you walk into this marketplace <laughs> and literally everything is buyable with real money and you're looking at you walk up to a, like a, a merchant and you're like yeah this is only like twenty two fifty, and you're like I don't want to buy a battle pack I don't want to buy this I don't want to buy that so that didn't sit well with me so I was, that's why I stopped playing that game um, this we were looking at a first person PVE thingy but you still have to buy a battle pass for that so we're a bit like hmm so it kind of just serves its purpose as a chuck on if we just got like an hour, yeah. You know, get a couple of headshots, piss about, and um, that's it. Well, seeing as it's come up in conversation, it's very disposable. Yeah, seeing as it's come up in conversation, a first a, a first person PVE. So um, there's still no detail on release, but uh, Overwatch Two, um, yeah. I'm I'm quite looking forward to because what it does it expands the 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 uh, PVP game that is Overwatch. They've done a few special ones where it's PvE but the Overwatch 2, yeah. the whole idea is they're going to keep the original game in it um, so you can still play against people playing standard Overwatch in that on that mode. But they're, what they're actually doing is creating a massive PvE series of levels and events, um, oh, which I think looks kind of fun. Um, so, yeah. Kind of like the Iceborne expansion to Monster Hunter World where it's you know, it's it's kind of it bolts into the game, integrates it, and yes. makes it one larger game. Yeah, if you buy two, you can and... still play the yeah. the one maps against one players, but then you've got oh, additional good. stuff on top, which feels like a, a good way of doing it. Yeah, but it also means all of the skins. Expansion. 
Yeah, I mean, I've never spent money on Overwatch apart from buying the game uh, mm. because I'm level 728 or something utterly disgustingly absurd because <laughs> uh, I've been playing it fairly regularly for the last five years. It means if I buy Overwatch 2, I will still have all of those beautiful skins and yeah. voice lines and emotes. You, you're still rewarded for your sort yeah. of um, your uh, allegiance in a, in a weird way. Exactly that. Term, it'll, yeah, it'll, it'll carry over and I'll have my beautiful yeah. um, skin for Hammond the hamster in the the giant wrecking ball oh, nice. where he, he looks like a little submarine captain with a gorgeous cute little moustache and he can do this this dance and it's all good. Oh, <laughs> I should just quickly say, um, mention the Monster Hunter thing. I am, We are still playing that and the developers... Will you ever stop? New, that I, well, we did. We did. We did hang it up a little bit. We weren't really playing much, and then the developers unleashed <laughs> a new form of hell. The bastards! Um, it's a dragon called. It's basically an end dragon from one of the other games. I think it's like Monster Hunter Three. Basically, I figured that Monster Hunter World is basically like Monster Hunter All Stars. They are picking up all of the end boss creatures from other things, right? And just bringing them into this game. And you and the thing is, you're not paying anything for it. Which yeah. is why it keeps bringing me back. So this thing is like, this thing just completely pissed off so many people over Twitter and and, no, and everyone was trying to figure out how to beat it. Like it's another one of those things where it has an attack which will wipe your entire party and there is nothing you can do about it. And it's literally like a puzzle trying to figure out how to, how to not necessarily beat the creature, <laughs> just how to survive this attack. <laughs> and so you literally go on Reddit and people are going, oh, what if I do this? And people are piling like five different healing items on and everything else and all standing together in a line. It's, it's that kind of level of insanity. We know when, yeah. when proper nerds are looking into frame data and stuff and saying, well, it takes this much health off this quickly if we pack like blah 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 and then you know <laughs> fail and like what the hell do we have to do and it's it's that kind of it's made me laugh because we tried it a few times I say a few times I think I fought it about 20 30 times or something and have been murdered horrendously a lot um but yeah it's it's still kind of fun it's kind of brought back a little bit more magic even though we're like, this bastard just won't die. What the fuck do we have to do? And now we know what we have to do to beat it. You basically have to wail into it with elemental weapons, yeah. which is something that everyone else pretty much ditched because uh, the, that's the why they've done the it then. Everyone goes for the DPS, up. so it's like standard weapon. Yep. Exactly. They've basically gone, everyone's ditched elemental weapons and we're going to give you something you don't use. So you have to wail in a ton of elemental damage before it does this move which has the ponciest name I've heard for an attack. It's called Eschaton Judgment. Sounds like something out of an anime. <laughs> it, it, it does sound to me like one of the uh, the a Final Fantasy finisher. Yeah, it does. It's typically Japanese people, isn't it? It yeah. can't just be called a big boom. Um, I'll be honest, that I would actually say would be worse. <laughs> yeah, it's just a big boom. <laughs> Everybody do the big boom! <laughs> Eschaton yeah, I mean, Judgment! It, no, no, I mean, no, it's, it's, no it's just one of those things. I mean, there's another sort of festival as well that's coming out, which gives you more unique quests and stuff and everything else. And it's one of those games I think I'm going to keep going back to, simply because they will just keep bringing more stuff out. Um, COVID's kind of derailed the roadmap a little bit, so they yeah. had like a whole load of stuff they were going to bring out. It's just um, damn you, COVID! Just ruining everything, but, really. Yeah, I, I, so. I can't, I can't argue, I can't argue with it. It's one of those weird games which won't be for everyone, and I think it's, it's one of them things. I think it's kind of like, this is a really weird analogy. Analogy. I think it's yeah. become Rob. I think it's become like games, Hearthstone. There are games you're married <laughs> you know to, how and there are really games got you into date. that. And it, I actually like, played a bit of Hearthstone yesterday because I yeah, went on a this, train to go for, go for some beers and. Uh, I actually had to get the half stone out because I was like, oh, what do I do? I'm bored. I can't remember how to train. No, I was like, I went straight for it. I had to download a small update, but my deck still works. Two minutes in. One of your games. Uh, And how are you getting on with Divinity 2? You still playing? The problem is, is that uh, it's very difficult to find a night of the week that everyone's up for. Uh, Herding cats. Yeah, no, half of them. And that's half the, of them want to yeah. play at the weekend, yeah. and I don't want to play at the weekend because I want to take advantage Have of whatever socialising yeah. I can <laughs> muster. 
and they don't want to play in the week because they they have to go to bed at 10 o'clock at night and it's like 10 o'clock that's a bit late for me to be yeah, honest yeah this is why it doesn't work so yeah but this is also why I wake <laughs> up at 5 yeah which even I though I don't need yeah, to I don't, yeah <laughs> no I just I just move those hours along a bit yeah like I'll be honest though, like I say, I'm, I'm a family man, wife, two kids, dog, all of that stuff, and the wife and the two kids have actually gone away, and this morning, for the first time, I, I woke up, and I stayed in bed till 15 minutes before I was due to start work, and then I had a panic shower, <laughs> and it was brilliant, and I've, literally, first, I've been working from home for months now, but for the first time, I've not kind of gone, oh, daughter's up, I better go and make some coffee and sort of breakfast and I've just yeah. literally gone well if the dog's not shat on the floor I can probably do another half hour in bed <laughs> and he hadn't yeah I've had a few I've had a few <laughs> mornings where I, I mean I like yeah. to get up about eight and have an hour or so to fuck about but um, yeah. there are if I've, if I've had a few shandies the night before then I'll get up at 20 to 10 which is five minutes before I mean, my meeting <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm sure. I'm sure you're certainly not guilty of keeping a laptop <laughs> next to the bed to um, fire it up to just make sure you're visible. Uh, I certainly wouldn't do a thing like that. No, definitely not. <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, no. The thing about the thing about divinity, no, uh, just, just to get back out. on topic, yeah. is uh, when we were in full on lockdown, that was a fucking godsend because we'd play that twice a week for like three or four hours, and we did that. We did that for about three months, and the fucking game is still going. It's obnoxiously long. So yep. I'm kind of not even... For the very first time in a very long time, I don't really care if I finish it or not. I'll be honest, you're... you're no, you probably well, can't so much easily just take it on on a single no, player. No, I can. But Divinity was oh, one I of those can. Games. I've got the save game. If I was that bloody minded yeah, about doing it. But it's such hard work, that game. You boot it up every time we yeah. play it. We're like, what the fuck do we do now? And it's just like, let's yep. go over here. I'll kill some things. And then I, and like, it takes three of us to actually, I think because, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we've just been killing stuff a bit indiscriminately. We killed this bishop guy who I think we were not supposed to kill. Alexander. Yeah, we killed, yeah, you totally we killed him to. twice. Like, we killed him right at the start Fine. and then we killed him again. You'll be killing him oh, again. Right, okay. It's just that there's lots of people going, oh, I'm here to help Alexander. It's like, well, we killed him. But you don't select that in the dialogue. It's just like... Ooh. No, it's, 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 not, it's not an issue. I mean, what I would say, I mean, I played Divinity a couple of times yeah. on a playthrough. I remember the first time I got so fatigued. I finished Act 4 and Act 5 started and I just went, That's where we are. That's where we are. And I couldn't go back. That's where we are. We just oh, got okay. to another place. You are nearly there. Oh, you are nearly yeah, there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, it's, it's so tormenting. Push through, push through. I think, I think it just requires like the odd Friday or Saturday night when nothing's going on. And there have been quite a few of those, even after, even with restrictions being lifted, uh, where I just need to be yeah. a bit more organised and go, guys, let's do it. Even if it's just me and John mm. taking a character each. And, but he's been playing it like me on autopilot. And, let, and, and we've been... The thing is, some of us have played it already finished it already or yeah. are quite a way through it and every and, and you just get so used to people going oh we go over here now it's like you're following gan it's like you're yeah. following gandalf around you know it's driving with a sat nav instead of uh paying yeah, attention yeah. to where you're so going me and john we haven't really been paying much attention and the others are like oh right, right have we done this we're going to try this i'll look this up and uh and there's been a lot of that going on so i i don't really <laughs> feel like i've got much ownership over the adventure and I'd rather just have Trev turn up and tell us where to go and who to fight and just kind of be along for the ride. So, <laughs> but anyway, no. It's a, well, you're, ne you're nearly there by the yeah, sounds of things. I, I, I'll hopefully get to it eventually. Um, but, yeah. The other thing I would point out, Mr. Oh, I played this on hard and I played this on hard. I played Divinity on the easiest <laughs> setting um, because I just enjoyed the story. I enjoyed that game, and yeah. I didn't want to have to be too tactical <laughs> yeah. and heavy because it turns out I'm not very really good at that. <laughs> we've got ourselves in in lots of trouble before playing that. Like we've gone into somewhere <laughs> and blagged our way in, had a conversation with someone that's like three or four levels ahead of us, and and, and yeah. ended up in a fucking Barney, and then we're stuck there and we've got to fight yeah. our way out. <laughs> yes, with your arms. Yeah, handed, and it's taken so us yes. taken us like a whole night just to get out of one place. So. 
But it's fun though. It's definitely <laughs> had its moments. It's a great game. Like I say, Baldur's Gate, I'm looking forward to because Larry and I just trust yeah. to hold that torch. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Not Playing Podcast, part of the Not Listening Podcast Network, where you can also find the Not Watching Podcast, where me and Marcus talk about movies and TV, and the Not Listening Podcast, where you can hear Adam, Ash and Will talk about all kinds of nonsensical nonsense. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet out or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for all our shows at notlistening.co.uk. And if you like what you've heard there, please do leave us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time, stay safe out there. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.